Hello, queens, and welcome back to the podcast. If this is your very first episode, hello. I am so glad that you are here. Today's episode is going to be on my recent trip to Bali and all of the breakthroughs, the manifestations, and the incredible quantum leaps that occurred. It was a two-week trip. I traveled with Kelly, my sister, and we stayed in Changu and Ubud. This was actually my fourth time in Bali, but it was unlike any other trip that I have ever done. It's probably one of my favorite, most memorable vacations to date. Kelly just went to Europe for like two to three months solo by herself. And that was like the longest time we've ever spent apart. And then she was like, why don't we go to Bali together? And so we booked it and it was incredible. We did so much healing. We met so many incredible people. There were epic manifestations and there are just so many juicy lessons that I want to share with you. So let's dive in. The first thing when it came to this trip is that everything just flowed so perfectly when it came to the bookings and, you know, the flights, we ended up getting discounted flights for half the price. I had an amazing man pay for my flight. So all of that was covered. We paid for the accommodation. We wanted to stay in co-living. Kelly loved staying in hostels when she was in Europe. And I'm like, I'm not sure if I'll stay in a hostel and sleep in a room with lots of other people. So let's compromise and do like a co-living space. So you have your own private room and then they have this co-working, which is really popular in Bali where everyone can kind of work and everyone's like a digital nomad or an entrepreneur, business owner. So it's such an incredible spiritual place where you can meet like-minded people. So we booked a co-living space in Changu and we had our six-hour flight. Everything was fine there. We arrive and it is like midnight. First of all, we end up going to the wrong place. We actually end up going to the co-working and that wasn't correct. And then we ended up at the co-living and we go there and they said, do you have a booking? And we're like, yeah, pull up the booking, everything. They're like, we don't have your booking. Like your booking doesn't exist in our system. Um, we do not see you here. Luckily, they had a room for us. So they put us in their room and they said, we'll sort it out. But for tonight, you can just stay here. And previously, this would have just completely blown out my nervous system. I did not have the capacity in the past for change. I had to have everything happen exactly how I anticipated. And if things went wrong, if there were mistakes, especially when traveling, I just did not have the capacity because I was operating in a sympathetic response. This would have caused me to spiral and have so much anxiety of like, what's happening? Oh my goodness. And I just remained so calm because when you understand that you are the creator of your reality, even when things don't go to plan, even when things seem like everything's breaking and everything's crumbling, you have this deep inner knowing that everything is working out for me. Absolutely everything is working in my favor because how could it not, right? How can life work against me if I believe that I am the ultimate creator of my reality? Therefore, I create every single circumstance, situation, and it's all happening for my greatest involvement. And I know that 
oftentimes it can seem messy in the moment and I can't understand it because you can only connect the dots looking backwards. And when you fully integrate this, the universe will bring up these certain challenges and these certain invitations to show you, to demonstrate your emotional intelligence, to demonstrate how rooted and anchored you are into your truth and into this knowing. It is easy to show up and be a powerful human being when things are easy, when things are all working out, when everything looks like it's all happening for you. But when shit hits the fan and things happen to go in a way that you don't want to, or it seems like it's becoming a mess, who are you during those times? How do you hold yourself? How do you lead? And I truly believe we, not just the universe, we are the universe. We are orchestrating and creating these scenarios as a test, or I like to say as an invitation, as an opportunity, because we're not really testing ourselves. We are, we're just inviting ourselves into a deeper state of embodiment of like, are you who you say you are? right? Can you hold your own during these situations? And I had this deep inner sense of peace. I was just like, I know everything works out for me. It's fine. I don't need to stress. And also why stress? Because stressing just doesn't serve absolutely any purpose in this scenario, right? And Callie was like, wow, you are so calm because I am the one where it's like, if things do not go to plan, usually in the past, I would just absolutely freak out, right? She was like, I am so impressed. Like I, you were just like so chill. And I'm like, I know this, this something is happening, but it's going to work for us, right? I didn't understand it at the moment. We stayed up quite late because we, we booked through a third-party website, Agoda, and we we're trying to go back and forth with them and they weren't understanding. We were like, we are in this hotel. And it's so strange because the booking matched up in a way where it's like it was the same name, the same co-living. But then what we found out later was that Agoda had the old accommodation on their website. And that's what we booked. So the initial accommodation that we booked, they used to be in an old location and it's the same name and everything, but they just switched locations and it's a new manager and everything, but it's the same type of name. And so when we booked it, they had the old listing on there. And so we told them we're at the, the, the name of the listing but they don't have our booking in the system because there's a mismatch. And it took a while, actually. It took like, you know, the, the next day. And I think it was like 48 hours for us to fully rectify the situation. And we were going back and forth with the hotel, with the third-party booking website until we fully understood what was going on. And we ended up getting a full refund for what we paid. And as well as compensation for all of the trouble and the stress that we went through. It's not nice showing up and being like, yeah, you don't have a booking, right? So we got that. And in the end, that whole week of stay was completely free. So we got a whole week of accommodation in Bali completely free. And this is what I mean when I say you cannot predict the how when it comes to manifestation. It is illogical. It doesn't make sense. In that moment, I could have, you know, thrown a tantrum being like, I don't understand. This is not working for me. But afterwards, 48 hours later, I recognized that if we didn't have that dilemma, right, where things seemed like it wasn't working, then we wouldn't have potentially manifested the free accommodation. So this is the thing. 
our ego is so attached to this is how it should be. We have these very specific preferences and ways of being. But if we want to manifest something that completely defies logic, then we need to allow our reality to completely rearrange itself. And in this process of rearranging, it's always happening for us, but our ego can resist and say, this is not right. Right In that moment, when we arrived at the hotel and they said, your booking doesn't exist, I had two options. I could either surrender and know that it is all happening for me, or I could throw a tantrum and get stressed and get anxious. But I chose the first option. And in the end, I ended up manifesting it for free, right? Because always, always your life is rearranging in your favor. But if you don't surrender to it, if you resist it, if you say no, then you are actually saying no and canceling out what is trying to come through you, your highest timeline, all of the three things, everything that you desire is trying to make its way to you right now. But it's not in the way that you think because the quantum realm is unpredictable. If you can predict an outcome and exactly how it's going to happen, you're operating based off the past, right? You're creating a predictable future, which doesn't exist. The future and the quantum is the unknown. If you can predict it, then you're actually living based off of the past and based off what you have experienced. I could not predict that this certain scenario would happen and end up manifesting free accommodation. It wasn't even really an intention of mine, but the way that I lead myself and the way that I'm so open to receiving, I am constantly manifesting free things. This is not the first time that I manifested free accommodation. In fact, the trip prior to this one in Bali, I also manifested free accommodation in a two-bedroom, beautiful villa overlooking a pool, completely for free, including buffet breakfast, right? And again, it happened in ways that I could not expect, right? So it's really about surrendering, understanding when you allow the flow of life and don't prematurely resist it, you'll see that if you allow the rearrangement to happen, it'll all align and fall into place. But what so many of us do is the rearrangement happens. Like we say to the universe, or I don't even say the universe because the universe and God is me. I am the universe. There's no higher power. And that's a whole other episode where I can talk about that on. But if you say that you're ready for a quantum shift, that you're ready for a new timeline, you're ready for quantum results, then you have to be ready for the divine rearrangement. Things are going to shift. But the problem is we say, yeah, I'm ready. And then your reality starts to shift. The universe and you and your soul starts to orchestrate things. And midst arrangement, right? Because when we're arranging a certain picture, you might not understand it. It might look a bit messy. It might look a bit muddled, right? And we're like, this isn't looking like, this is looking bad, right? This is looking bad. But then if you just allowed and if you just flowed and you surrendered, you'll realize that it creates the most beautiful, picturesque painting, better than you could have ever imagined. And you have to be okay in those moments where it looks like dog's vomit, right? And understand that it is all flowing and it just makes sense. Sometimes, in fact, it looks like we're going to lose something or it looks like we are going to, we are going backwards during the divine rearrangement. We never do because if we are the universe, we are constantly expanding, right? We only ever evolve. And just like an arrow, you have to pull it back before you fling 
forward with force, right? So sometimes you have to allow things to crumble, allow things to let go because this is part of the rearrangement, right? So that's how I was able to navigate a challenging situation that ended up working in my favor. So do you want to have the mindset of this is not working or do you want to believe that it is? It is your choice and which one serves you more. So not only did I manifest free accommodation, I also manifested my flights completely for free and manifested $300 in cash spending money, which we just found and appeared and we manifested in the most beautiful way as well. I had companies reach out to me and again, this wasn't intentional. This wasn't actually even a desire that I was holding, but if you know Kelly and I, wherever we go, we're always manifesting free food and drinks all of the time. I had companies reach out to me because I guess my following was pretty significant. Even at the time, it was 5,000. Now it is almost 10,000. So in the span of less than a month, it is doubled, which I'm going to talk about later as well. Um, and so they said, you know, do you want to have free dinner on us? All you have to do is post it. I had a company say, would you like a free facial of your choice? Again, completely on the house. All you have to do is post it like a collaboration. I did not do anything. I did not reach out to these companies. I did not even manifest. I did not pitch. I did nothing. I was just embodying my higher self. And these companies and these opportunities come through and slide into my DMs purely because I'm an energetic match for that right? And this is the beautiful thing about business and branding and all of this. It all creates this beautiful vortex. I have my business. I have my podcast. I have my offers. I have, I now get to collaborate. I get to also be an influence. I get sent free products, which is so awesome. Um, the other amazing thing that happened on our trip was the beautiful people and the community living and staying in a co-living space I'm like wow like this is so different to what I normally do staying in you know a nice hotel and maybe you're not meeting so many people and engaging with people but everyone was so friendly so engaging it was like a beautiful little community and I know for a lot of us we might struggle to find aligned conscious friends right if you especially if you're in the personal development space or in the, into spirituality I've heard so many people say Katie where do you just find these people and I am blessed to have this beautiful group of people. Um, all my friends are, are into personal development, spiritual, have their own business, living freedom, lifestyles. And the thing is, I am not trying to manifest these people. I'm not even really thinking about it. It's just purely I am manifesting based off what I'm available for. And I have healed my sisterhood wounds, right? I do not believe that it needs to be hard. I do not believe that you know, women are bitchy and it's always going to be drama. Like I'm not available for that. I'm not available for drama. I'm only available for nourishing wholehearted relationships with people who just expand me. I expand them and we grow together, right? We rise together and your beliefs form the conditioning and, and the reality that you create. Just like so many women say, well, there aren't good men out there. If you perpetuate that, you lead like that, your energy is closed and your reality is going to reflect that. And even when you just shift an internalized belief system, as a result of that, yes, you are going to be taking certain actions, but you don't need to do anything intentionally in order to manifest. Like everything that happened on this trip, all of the miracles that I manifested, I didn't even really have an intention. Like this trip, I actually went in with no expectation and not no expectation of like, oh, I don't care what happens, whatever. I'm, I, I think that, you know, it might be 
you know, bad. So I'm not going to have any expectations or anything like that. But I truly went in so neutral. I went in being like, this is my first time staying in a co-living. I've been to Bali before, but I'm having no expectations, completely blank slate, complete neutrality, right? And from this neutral state, you actually are a match for, again, your highest timeline. You are a match for what is meant for you that is going to come through you. You don't always have to align and have a specific intention and manifest certain things, do all the techniques, right? Manifestation is who you are. You right now manifested your current reality and a lot of it you didn't, you weren't intentional about. They were just internalized beliefs. They might've just been things that just seemingly happened, but deep down you're a match of that purely because part of you decided whether that was consciously or unconsciously. And with manifestation, you can manifest the most beautiful things and not have to consciously work on manifesting them purely because of your neutralized, powerful state of being that you are accessing, right? So I just went in no expectations and I was completely blown away. We met incredible people, like literally so many people. I can't even like list them all, the people that I met. And we went deep. We talked about spirituality. We talked about the quantum field. I met someone and they said, wow, Katie, you're one of the most like in-depth people who really embody the quantum at such a profound level. And we talked all about how we're living in a simulation. Like we went deep. We talked about masculine and feminine. I talked to people about trauma. We talked to people about somatic healing and how your symptoms are related to your emotions. Like the people that we met just understood and were on the same level and, and understanding, right? And it's not that I have to have friends and only associate with people who are in this realm and in this sphere. In fact, that was a limiting belief and limitation that I placed on myself prior. I said I was only available for these types of people and I was very strict on the people because, and this is another whole other conversation, I wanted people who were on my same level, quote unquote level, because I wanted them to validate me, right? I couldn't hold space and neutrality for people who were vastly different to me because I hadn't fully held space within myself to fully see myself, right? And when we have these very specific wounds and very specific projections, we are so hyper-specific on the certain situations and people that we attract into our lives because we only want what validates us. We can only accept what is the same as us because that validates who we think we are. But if you truly love and accept yourself and know who you are, and you don't need to prove, you don't need to explain, there's absolutely no defensiveness, you are able to hold other people in their differences. You are able to respect other people, even if they live a life that is completely different to you. And this is the thing. It's like, I now am so open to all different people of all walks of life, but yet I seem to just attract the most aligned people. It doesn't matter to me if you're so deep into spirituality or trauma work or whatever it is, because I can respect and hold you as long as you communicate in a respectful way, you respect my boundaries and you are overall like a decent human being. I am not so particular on the way that it has to be, right? And sometimes this is the thing with manifestation, we become so specific and like, I want this and this and this, but really ask yourself why? Like, is it because my heart truly desires it or because my ego is always creating this box that I have to tick and I cannot 
see or experience anything outside of myself, right? Outside of this little bubble that I've created and how I want to operate. And I am so solid and unshakable in who I am that I can hold and witness other people who live differently to me, who have different beliefs, who don't believe in the same things as me. I don't need to convince them. I don't need to persuade them because I'm in my own lane. I'm able to hold other people's projections, hold other people's judgments, and I don't take that to heart because I don't judge myself, right? And because of that deep neutrality and unshakable self-acceptance, radical self-acceptance that I've cultivated within myself, that enabled me to actually go viral, right? So there was a post that I did when I was in Bali. I did lots of different healing. I did yoga, ecstatic dance, sound healing. I went to a four-hour beautiful healing festival. It was at Udara Retreat, um, Gia Changu, if you guys want to check it out. And it was like yoga, meditation, ecstatic dance, sound healing, and oh my goodness, it, the, the energy, like the people there are just so spiritual. It's the atmosphere of Bali. Like so many people are in love with it. And I still am having dreams of Bali. Like I definitely want to go back because the energy is unlike anything else. So Kelly and I decided to try this traditional Balinese healing. I actually saw it online and people like screaming, crying, releasing their emotions. And you guys know me any new modality or emotional release technique or like somatic healing, I'm like, yeah, I'm down. I'm down to try that. And this is also another tip. I do not go to these healings because I feel like I'm broken, but even because I, I am aware of certain patterns or things that I need healing for, you know, I'm at this stage now where I feel so whole in myself. I know there's still patterns. I know there's still things that are coming up, but I'm not chasing and running to fix myself. I'm not going to all these different healings. So I feel like I need to heal myself. It's like, I just try these things because I'm excited because I want to experiment because I know that I'm already whole and I can continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And this is the thing where it's like, don't get into the trap of healing to the point where you don't believe you're enough until you continue to heal right? That we heal because we feel like who we are now is like broken. I've got so much trauma. I've got so many patterns. Yes, we heal to always elevate, but can we come from it with the approach of I'm elevating what's already working, not fixing what is broken? Because the core piece of manifestation is worthiness and good enough, not even worthiness because worthiness in itself is a construct, you know, it's not about understanding you're, you're worthy. It's understanding that you're fully enough because in order to be worthy, unworthiness must exist. So it's this state of, of understanding that unworthiness was never even a piece of the puzzle. There was no such thing as lack. There's no such thing as broken. There's no such thing as needing fixing. Like you are already innately fully whole. You are the universe and you are God. And so when I interact with these healings and I go on these journeys, it's purely because I'm continuing to elevate. And in these experiences, I'm able to access this profound state of like this non-dual state, which is where I you feel one with God, right? There's no right or wrong. There is no good or bad. There is no past or future. It is like just now. 
It is the hyper present moment. And in that moment, this is who you are. At your core, you access your deep innate power and all limiting beliefs and traumas and things from your past just naturally dissolve because everything that you've been holding onto, all of these narratives, stories, conditioning, they require time to exist. A story requires time. A story cannot happen in this now moment. It happens over several now moments. And so this is why the present moment is the portal to everything. It is the portal to your greatness, the portal to your power, the portal to God, the portal to your healing. Everything aligns itself when you access this now moment. And to me, that's what healing is. Whatever modality you are using, whether it is kinesiology, mind-body medicine, EFT tapping, breath work, this Balinese ceremony that I did the other day, I did a kundalini activation. Oh my gosh, there's so much more that I could share. But it's all, what is the purpose? It's all lead us back to this now moment. All just bring us back to here, now. Where there are no problems, there is nothing to worry about, and where your power is completely unfiltered, right? And the states that I have accessed are incredible. Like I haven't done drugs or a mushroom trip or anything like that. I don't even drink alcohol. I don't even do coffee. Like I'm very sensitive to these things because I just I like my energy and everything's so clean because I don't I don't even watch TV. Right. And so, but when I access these states, I'm like, this is, this must be what it feels like to go on a trip. Right. And I'm like, you have that power all within you. And that's another thing. It's like we try to outsource of like, I need to take a drug or I need to go on a mushroom trip. Or I need to go on this journey in order to experience this heightened state of pure bliss and euphoric, ecstatic oneness. It's all within you. It is all within you. You don't even have to go to a healer. You don't even have to go on a journey. A journey requires time. It is all here now. Right now, as you're listening to this podcast, can you sink deeper into this now moment? Surrender into it and feel your power beyond the mind, beyond the ego, beyond the past and the future. You can't access your power and your divinity anytime outside of this now moment, right? So choose. It's a conscious decision every moment to choose my power, to choose to be whole, to choose to know who I really am beyond all constructs, beyond all conditioning, beyond time, right? And so we went to this beautiful Balinese healing. And every time I heal, unless I have like a really strong pattern, which is like really relevant right now, again, I go with no expectations, fully neutral. I'm like, let's just see what happens. I'm like feeling good, right? And um, we go in, they give us this beautiful tea. It's a private ceremony. So Callie and I book it and we're actually doing it together. So first of all, you, excuse me, they give you um, like a sarong, like you're dressed in traditional kind of Balinese clothing and you get to keep that. So they dress you in that. And I get a tarot card reading. So that's the first thing. It's this woman who can really just like read your energy. And I walk in and straight away she's like, you have incredible energy. Like I can just feel you have mother energy. And I'm like, oh, that's so interesting because I'm obviously not a mother. But again, there's all the different archetypes of the feminine. And you can embody motherly energy even if you're not a mother. And being a mother is one of my like 
dreams, like a, a huge dream of mine, a huge goal of mine that I'm so excited for that stage of life. And so I sit down and she like picks out the cards and she's like, yeah, you have this strong mother energy and you're doing really well in your life. You, uh, she like saw, I'm trying to think of what exactly she said. She saw like my future husband and said that I'm going to have lots of business investors and I'm going to help my future husband rise up. Like we're going to rise up together. And basically she said, continue leading from my heart, right? Because that's where the magic is. Continue leading with my heart. Everything that I do from my heart is just going to be so blessed and I'm going to get all the most incredible success and, and beauty and whatever it is that I want to manifest in this life. And that in the past, there have been certain times when I haven't been led from my heart, which is true. And when I don't lead from my heart, those things are very temporary and ephemeral, right? Those things don't last because if you're operating out of your heart, you're operating in your ego. So of course it's not sustainable, right? So she said, continue leading from that, but I have really good energy and um, things are, are moving forward with that. So that was really beautiful. And then we went into the traditional Balinese ceremony. So if you have been to Bali or kind of seen, um, they're very into water purification. And Callie and I actually went to a Balinese water temple where you go in and there's these fountains and you go under and the water is meant to purify you. So you, it goes all over your hair and your body and you're wearing again like this um, traditional Balinese clothing and you do it like over 10 times, different fountains and every single fountain has a different meaning. So we did that, lots of purification, lots of purging. And then this ceremony was a combination of that. And I think it's called Melukut. Um, and this place was called Tri Desna Healing. So if you want to look it up, the um, ceremony that we did, the private one. And we go there and Kelly goes first and basically they're pouring again the water. So this water is like very pure. It is, you can drink it because you can't drink the tap water in Bali. You'll get sick. Kelly actually got Bali belly, but this one's like, it's meant to purify you. It has flowers in it. So I just start pouring this over you while you're sitting. Um, this woman just starts like touching parts of you, like of your heart or your chest, your head and like moving the energy and already just from the energy of the atmosphere and the water, you start getting emotional and she guides you and says, one, two, three, scream. And so this is what a lot of you would have seen on my reel. They guide you and you put your hands on the ground, you're sitting and you're just screaming at the top of your lungs. And they said to us, scream as loud as you want. Don't bother about trying to hold back. So they make you scream twice and that scream just unleashes so much so much and immediately it's like we both stunned crying and it was incredible in the real it looks like I'm screaming just because I want to or I'm initiating it but actually they're initiating that but it just opens you up like your heart just opens and then they got both of us Callie and I together and we are sitting across from each other and holding each other and hugging and I feel like that just healed so many wounds and things between us. They told us to remember why we incarnated together, why we chose this lifetime to be sisters and what a blessing it is. And we're just there like crying and crying and bawling and just feeling into 
the activation and the presence of this moment, right? And this is the thing when you overcome your emotional victimization, you no longer become hostage to your emotions. So many of us are afraid to feel. So we suppress, we suppress, we suppress. And then we're living in this society where everyone's passive aggressive and exploding at the wrong times. And emotions don't go anywhere unless you have an outlet or a channel for them to go in a healthy way. Emotions actually only last 90 seconds. That's as long as an emotional experience lasts. And anything longer than that is us thinking about it. And so I've now become such a master at feeling my emotions. And the more I feel, the more I feel in my power. So in that reel, you can see it if you go to my profile, it's pinned to the top. I look like I'm in pain. I look like I'm overwhelmed. I look like I'm so sad. But the but what I'm feeling inside is pure unfiltered bliss and oneness and power. Because when you understand that your emotions aren't you, it's just energy and you are a conduit, You can feel your emotions while watching it as the observer. Just like you can watch your thoughts, you can watch your emotions, you can feel them, but you don't have to become entangled with them. Why emotions become so hard is that we feel and then we fuel the fire. We start thinking about the stories. We start becoming a victim. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling sad. So now I'm the victim and everything's so bad. And why is this happening to me? And oh my God. And it's like, it doesn't have to be like that. You can feel your sadness and feel your fucking power. You can feel the rage and you can feel your power. And this is how I feel the God essence within me. It's when I truly surrender to my emotions, right? And this is how it gets to feel for you. Can you imagine feeling the whole entire spectrum of emotions? And the more you feel, the deeper you go, the more you feel in your power. What if it was the resistance of the emotions that was keeping you stuck? The resistance of the emotions that were keeping you in fear and in the victim? You are not a victim to your circumstances and you are not a victim to your emotions. You are always in charge. You can always dial it up. But the more you feel, the more you become alive to life. Because if you numb and suppress one spectrum of feeling, one spectrum of emotion, you are numbing the the other end. So if you're numbing and suppressing pain, you are numbing and suppressing pleasure and your ability to feel the whole entire full range of emotions requires you to fucking feel. Feel the depths, feel the sorrow, feel the sadness and be honest with yourself, right? Be honest with the depths of these emotions and feel without thinking, feel without the story, feel in your body. And you'll notice that when you truly allow yourself to feel without fear, without suppression, without thought, without holding yourself back in this present moment, your feelings are so temporary. They are so temporary. I'll feel and I'll have a rage, you know, release, a cry release. And literally five, 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I'm done. That's it. That's it. Emotions really do not last that long unless you continue to feed them with your emotional psychological patterning and analysis and story, right? If you just sit and feel your sadness right now, that's it. It'll go. It'll pass through. But this is what happens. We feel our sadness and we go, and I'm sad because of this and he did this and they did that. And oh my God. And because of that. And we st- stop thinking, stop thinking and intellectualizing your emotion. Just feel and it'll pass through like a wave. And so we do that and 
this is how I'm able to feel and not get stuck as well in these in these situations, in emotions. We do the whole crying, we do the whole release, and I get up and I'm like, I'm chill now. Like I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling high, I'm feeling amazing. They give us this um I don't know the name, but it's like a Balinese offering. And if you go to Bali, um, with their religion, they have these cute little offerings that they put in front of their business every single day. Like they make a new one. It's like banana leaf or something like that, always flowers and these it's just so beautiful. Um, sometimes food. It has to be in a very particular way. Callie did a class on how to make one and it's an offering to the gods. They give us this like huge offering and we balance it on our head and we are like walking to this little like temple kind of set up. What's it called? It's like a devotion. I'm forgetting the name, but you guys know what I mean. It's like devotion area to the gods. And they ask, you know, you can pray to our gods or your God or whatever you want. And we go through the traditional ceremonies. So um, again, they pour water on us. Um, they tie this little bracelet on my wrist if you're watching the video. Um, just three threads, each of different colors, and each of them represents something different. And we pray to like the God of the sun and the sky and water and, and offer our food. Um, and it's really, really beautiful. And yeah, then that was it. That was the traditional healing. And they said for the next few days, you might be sensitive, you might um you know, your heart is now very open and you might be releasing a lot of emotions. I think from then a lot of things really started to shift for both Callie and I. Um, it was just so much cleansing, so much purging from that trip. And then when I got back, I actually got sick. So that is quite rare for me. I normally like on it, like I didn't get barley belly, I didn't get any of these other things, but I got this sickness that lasts like two weeks of like coughing, um, this really horrendous cough, um, fatigue, had a little bit of temperature. And I just feel like I also pulled an Oracle card, but I got back and said purging. It's literally what it said. And I'm like, I know right now I'm just cleansing and purging all of the old and allowing it through. Because if you understand your body and the messages, the symptoms that you are experiencing are always related to your body, right? That's what we learned in mind-body medicine. Um, a cough means throat chakra stuff, something that you want to say, right? And a cold can be run down or something out of alignment that you're just releasing there. Um, fever or heat can be latent anger that is coming up. Jaw is to do with anger stuff. So every part of the body can map it back to an emotion. So yeah. Oh, I forgot one thing as well inside um, what happened in Bali was I had so many amazing conversations with men as well about masculine and feminine and women are like, we're all the traditional men. Um, and you, you know, we have this whole thing, the independent woman movement, which I feel like, um, is still very prominent, but a lot of women are coming back into their true femininity while still holding their power. Right. And, I had incredible conversations with men around women and how they perceive women. And one man said, oh, I am confused when it comes to dating. Do I open the door or do I not, right? Do I, you know, lead or do I not? Because again, us women need to realize how we act influences how men date, right? Men are always responding to us. And so the sad thing is so many men now are confused even with how to date, how to find women, because there are some women out there who, if they open the door for them, 
the woman will get upset. If a man tries to hold your bag, the woman will get upset and say, well, no, I'm an independent woman. I can do it myself. And the thing to realize is men are natural and innate protectors and providers. They find joy in being able to see us happy, being able to protect and provide for us, you know, whether that's financially, whether that's opening the door, whether that's driving, whether that's leading, whether that's carrying our stuff. Like I attract the most incredible masculine men wherever I go. Men carried my luggage, put my luggage in the car. I did not have to touch a single thing, right? Because you don't have to just find a man who you're romantically involved in, who'll protect or provide for you. But it is just in you know a man's DNA to want to do these things, whether or not you are dating or you're just a friend, right? Men want to be able to do these things. With us women, we are rejecting it. With the independent woman movement, we are saying to men, I can do everything myself and I'm getting offended. And the thing, the issue is, right? And I love this thing where it says, a man opens a door for a woman because he is a man, not because she's a woman. A man wants to do these things not because they think us women are weak or incompetent or can't do things ourselves. They are a man and they feel like it is their duty to do these things, right? And so us women, the more we surrender into our feminine, the more you're going to find a masculine man. And look, if you don't want a masculine man, that's fine. But understand that if you're an independent woman and you're rejecting a man's support, you are going to have attract a man who wants to go 50-50, who expects you to contribute at the same time or the same amount that he contributes. And you might not do the things like open the door and all that because A, we might be rejecting it, but B, also the type of man that he is, right? So I had so many incredible conversations of men believing, yeah, like, you know, women don't have to provide, like men who who want to provide for women, 100%, like they would support a woman, they would pay 100% of the rent, they would look after if the woman doesn't want to work, that's fine by them. And it just continues to solidify my belief that there are so many incredible men out there. There are so many. And honestly, now I feel like it is so easy to attract an incredible man into your life because unfortunately there are less and less, like it is rare to find a feminine woman and a masculine man, whenever they see that beautiful, relaxed, feminine woman, they are completely magnetized. And I definitely saw that in Bali. Like you do not have to do anything. You just have to be in your magnetic radiant self. And when men see that that quality that is so rare, then they are attracted to that. So yes, there are, I know that there are some women out there saying there aren't good men, but this is just showing you that there are. You just have to change your beliefs. You simply have to tune into your feminine and understand, am I the type of woman that my dream man wants. All right, that is all of the breakthroughs that happened in Bali. And then afterwards, I feel like the momentum that I have built since then has just been catapulting me onto a completely new timeline. And that's how it works, right? Everything is continually compounding, continually working for you. So I had an incredible time in Bali. If you haven't been, I totally and completely recommend it. 
I will see you all in next week's episode. If you want to learn more about the quantum, about manifestation, about surrendering to your highest timeline, then I really recommend joining my high-level membership. So this is a Conscious Queens Collective where I teach you about business, manifestation, quantum, energetics, feminine. We do three live calls per month, one training, one healing, and one group coaching call. So you learn what you need to learn and then you integrate it into your nervous system through somatic healing, through um, trauma practices, and you also get live group coaching from me every single month. So if you're looking for that support, that community, that fully integrated holistic approach to up-leveling your life, your business, your self-mastery, we've got over 70 trainings that you get immediate access to when you join. We've got things like um, the content workshop, um, personal power, self-leadership, luxury sales, money, right? Quantum wealth, all of it. So you can join today for only $111 per month. All of the details will be in the show notes below. All right. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will see you later. Bye queen.